Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the AC Report. Well, they blew up the chicken man in Philly land. And they blew up his house, too. Down on the boardwalk. For a fight, gonna see what them racket boys can do. Now there's trouble busting in from out of state, and the DA can't get no relief. Gonna be a rumble on the promenade, and the gambling commissioner's hanging on by the skin of his teeth. Everything dies, baby. Well, it's time for our weekly look at one of the most interesting cities in the world, Monopoly City. Uh, for years, it was an East Coast gambling monopoly. And as more and more localities seemingly by the day add gambling, Atlantic City is trying to figure out its next steps. Now, I don't know where Atlantic City is going, but I do know, and as someone who has enjoyed going there since I was a child, not just for the gambling, but for all the amenities that Atlantic City has to offer, that when you watch what's happening in Atlantic City from a media perspective, from a, a sports perspective, from a gambling perspective, from a leisure, dining, and nightlife perspective, from an academic perspective, it sure is interesting. Somebody who has been chronicling what has been going on in Atlantic City for literally decades is Chuck Darrow. He spent more than four decades as a writer and broadcaster specializing in uh, covering the Philadelphia region's arts, entertainments, and, of course, casinos. He writes for a number of publications these days, Philadelphia Weekly, The Sun Newspaper Group of South Jersey, and bettersinsider.com. Chuck, it's been too long. It's great to talk to you again. Hey, it absolutely has, my friend. Uh, good to be back. And I uh, hope everybody's swinging and getting ready for what looks like a real uh, big summer. Yeah, well, in AC. Are you getting the sense that uh, that Atlantic City is going to have a big summer, both in terms of uh, people visiting and in terms of, uh, of financially? Uh, it, it would certainly seem that way. Of course, who knows what's around the corner? Well, you know, I've, I've, the last two years have taught us anything. <laughs> yeah. Never, you know, <laughs> nothing is a sure bet anymore. However, there is—I don't know what the number is. I haven't done the math uh, exactly. But there is, uh, off the top of my head, probably close to a billion dollars worth of uh, renovation and capital improvements uh, up and down the city going on. It's been going on really since, I'd say, the past year and a half or so. 
and um, I mean, you name it, uh, all the all the work that's being done at Ocean, which uh, I think we might have touched on before. It's really the, the great success story of the past couple of years uh, in Atlantic City, especially when you consider its roots as the uh, the biggest bomb of all time down there, biggest failure, which would be uh, Revel. Um, and uh, Bally's has put in about $100 million or pledged it. Uh, not all of it is spent yet. And probably the most money of all is being invested by Caesars Entertainment mm-hmm. uh, out of Reno, of all places, uh, which uh, owns not only, of course, Caesars Atlantic City, but also Tropicana and Harris, Harris Resort. and. They have uh, pledged in total and ongoing over the past year or so four hundred million dollars. So wow, pretty well, cool. yeah. Uh, um, uh, you know, you you touched upon a great deal there, and I want to follow up on a few of the things that you just said. But one of the things that you just alluded to was something that I don't know that I've spent enough time covering over the course of the last two years, which is the success that the ocean had. Whereas uh, it, it is essentially the same building and looks almost exactly like the Revel, which was the oh, most is, expensive yeah. casino that uh, that Atlantic City ever had, about $2 billion, yep. and uh, backed up in part by the taxpayers of the state of New Jersey. And they couldn't catch a break. I'm wondering if you can speak to that, Chuck. Why <laughs> was the Revel such a failure, whereas the Ocean now seems to be such a success? Because with all due respect to the people who opened that casino, or casino hotel, it, 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 it seemed as if they worked from a manual that was titled How Not to Open a Casino <laughs> in Atlantic City. They pretty much did everything wrong. Every decision they made was just inexplicable. I'll give you some of the more glaring examples. They opened um, with, first of all, they created in their imagination some untapped market that consisted of 20 and 30-somethings basically in New York City who were dying to have an Atlantic City getaway, an 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 crazily expensive Atlantic City getaway. I'll get back to that in a second. Uh, They opened, while it was noble indeed, they opened uh, totally non-smoking. And as we all know, somehow, you know, gambling and smoking does go together to some degree, uh, even today. They did not have a buffet, which they still don't, unfortunately, because I would imagine that they would have a great buffet. They didn't have a players club, a place where high rollers and, and, you know, to use that term, I'm not referring just to, you know, kind of in the public imagination, the, the guy who jets in you know, on his own plane and bets $10,000 hands, blackjack or baccarat. We're talking about the middle-aged woman who plays slot machines maybe three or four times a month and is willing to risk, you know, 500 or $1,000 each time. They, uh, the people who do that, they like a place where they can go and get a, a free drink, get away from the, the hoi polloi for a while and the craziness, maybe grab a little nosh which these clubs have, and for some reason, Revel didn't have that. They also, uh, at the very beginning, did not have uh, what's called a tiered rewards card system. 
And of course, I'm sure you're aware of you know, that when you, you go to any casino anywhere, it doesn't matter, not just Atlantic City, if you're a regular player, you're going to have a little credit card type of card. Mm-hmm. It's the same size and all. And you use that. That's how that's how the casinos clock your play. And that's what determines um, what comps you may receive. And the problem with Revel, one of, or the problem on that, on that on that end with Revel was that it was not tiered. So a person playing five hundred dollar hand blackjack and a person playing five dollar hand blackjack was getting were, were getting comped at the same rate, which is ridiculous. Oh, right? Yeah. I mean, that's so, crazy. Yeah. It was also, and one of the things. I mean, the new regime has done a fabulous job of overcoming this, obviously. But I remember being there. Um, early on and the first few times and every time it seemed I, I, I overheard older people complaining because I think it's 2.6 million square feet. Oh, it's big. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. But it is also one of the architecturally, one of the most spectacular properties in North America, at least that I've been, I've been in, you know, dozens and dozens and scores of casinos from here to the Oregon coast. So, um, you know, and this is, this ranks with them pretty much, you know, everyone. And let's talk about expensive because they, they created this for this, this market that didn't exist that they thought had all this disposable income. I'll never forget that first summer. It opened in, in April of, of 2012. And in August was the annual, um, uh, air show, Atlantic city air show. And, uh, I was invited to watch that show from a balcony at revel. And before the show started that morning, uh, I met uh, a friend of mine who at the time was the VP of public relations uh, and marketing, I guess. I forget her exact title, but she did ran the PR operation there. And a couple of other people from, from the property, not for a full breakfast, simply for what amounted to pastry and coffee for the four of us. And the, the tab was $62. Oh, my. Before, oh, yeah. now, I, I mean, having been there, that doesn't surprise me at all. It cost me you cost it would cost you a fortune even if you didn't get near a uh, a, a table game. That's for sure. Hey, if people are just tuning in. We're talking Atlantic City with Chuck Darrow. He's a veteran journalist. You can uh, check him out at bettersinsider.com. He also writes for Philadelphia Weekly and the uh, Sun newspaper group. Uh, you alluded, uh, Chuck, to the changes that are taking place, the improvements that are taking place at uh, at Caesars. Now, I know Caesars is uh, they've merged with El Dorado. Now they own a few mm-hmm. casinos in Atlantic City. They have Harrah's, they have Caesars itself, and they have uh, the Tropicana. It looks like there's some exciting things happening at the Tropicana in terms of dining. But let's talk yeah. about what's happening at uh, at Caesars itself. What's you had a great column on this in the Philadelphia Weekly. What's going on at Caesars? What are they actually doing? If people haven't been there in a couple of years, how will the Caesars that they visit now or 10 months from now differ from the Caesars of four or five years ago? Well, um, first of all, let's just start with a little real fast, just very quick uh, historical context. Caesars, everybody who cares about this stuff you know, knows that Resorts uh, International, which is now Resorts Atlantic City, was the first casino, or as I always like to point out, the first legal casino east of Nevada, because there have always been casinos uh, in Atlantic City and elsewhere. Just until 1978, they were all run illegally, not sanctioned by the state, not taxed by the state. 
so this was the second one. So it has some historical significance. It was uh, the first themed casino in Atlantic City. And Caesars and, I guess, uh, Circus Circus were the first two um, anywhere out in Vegas. And for some reason, I mean, there was a time when Caesars, for, for 15 years, 20 years, Caesars was an A-list property. It was it, it attracted the biggest names in the show business. I mean, just to name a few, Tony Bennett, Jerry Seinfeld, Julio Iglesias, uh, they, they all played there. It was just a regular stop for for the real big names. And the property was a very glittering and glamorous place to be. And for some reason, the company's name remains Caesars Entertainment, Inc., but it it did have different owners five years ago, let's say. And they, for some reason, made the decision to let this this property just degrade. Um, You know, rooms weren't modernized. Uh, with, you know, for instance, uh, uh, flat screen TVs, which is in, I just finished a uh, an eight-night road trip, six hotels in eight nights uh, to St. Louis, Little Rock, uh, Memphis, and even the, you know, the, not the, I don't want to say the cheapest, but even the, you know, the, the typical roadside, you know, interstate side hotel has like a 30, 40-inch flat screen, you know, HD TVs. Um, it was just shabby. Uh, the spa, which would open, I forget when it opened, is called Qua, Q-U-A. Maybe, maybe it's pronounced Ka, I don't know. But um, it, it, it started open really nice. It was, when it, or it was very nice when it opened. And then the last time I was there, a couple of years ago for a story, it was just dingy. I mean, just they just let it go to seed. And um, of that $400 million that Caesars, is in, Caesars Corporate is investing in all three properties, the lion's share is going to Caesars. So what they're, they've already renovated uh, 850 hotel rooms and suites. For oh. And they did a lot of, a lot of the stuff that we, you and I, you know, customers would never see. Wow. The back of the house, so physical plant upgrades as well. Now, um, you write that they're also adding a, a Nobu, a legendary yeah, uh, sushi restaurant here in New York run by Robert De Niro's group, when is that coming out? I can't wait to go to the Caesars. Nope. Yeah, I uh, let's see. So Nobu is open. Is um, the restaurant uh, is they're targeting late summer. Um, I don't know exactly what late summer means, August or September, but before uh, before autumn, let's call it that. And then they're taking three floors, I mean, the top three floors of the existing Centurion Tower, which is the skyscraping tower there uh and they're turning it into a nobu branded boutique hotel as well and that's really huge because as you know as a new yorker that nobu is a real favorite of the glitterati you know oh yeah I mean, oh no that that'd yeah. be uh that'd yeah. be big now ocean because it is so new you don't think about that as a property that really needs many improvements but you write that they've made uh, significant renovations and have more planned what are they doing exactly well, they too have uh, upped their game in a lot of ways. They, they've uh, opened the cup now. I think they opened two separate high-end uh, private gambling spaces. Uh, one of which I think is way up on the top floor, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they've, um, I think, they spruced up their 